This is the John Favreau's My Daddy podcast with Jessica Garcia and Monica Montoya. I did it. Well, you didn't come in <laughs> the theme song. Oh my God. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That's my gift to you, Aaron. Yeah, that's that's following Jessica, instructions. That's Jessica's <laughs> gift to Aaron is to finally, for once in her life, not come in during the theme song. No, it's not what I'm supposed to do usually. It's just I, what we did this time. I'm just so confused. I thought it was fine to come in during the theme song. It is when we use the normal one. Oh, but not the sleigh bell but, one. But when we have a special one. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane. Snow is glistening. Hey, a beautiful sign. Ooh. Happen tonight. Walking in a lane. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Krampus, Monica. Merry Krampus. Are you impish or admirable? I believe I was admirable this year. I think I was impish. You're always impish. Erin, <laughs> were you impish or admirable? Uh, oh, impish. impish. For sure. <laughs> uh, for those of you who do not know what an imp is, because this episode is a very impish Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Uh, an imp is a European mythological being similar to a fairy or demon that is more mischievous than harmful. Oh, mischievous Think imp. of Think of a bad puck. From Midsummer Night's Dream. I mean, just, or just Puck, really. Bad Puck. (laughs) (laughs) A bad Puck. He's going to, he's hard. He's a hard man. He's a hard criminal. He's a hard imp. (laughs) Spent 10 years in the can. (laughs) Imps are just fairies who've been to prison. (laughs) (laughs) Abolish the prison system. Fewer imps. Free the imps. Free. <laughs> uh, oh boy, how was your Christmas, Monica? My Christmas was was I think it was fine. I don't yeah, know. What'd you do? I get so weird around December. I get very existential. I start thinking about death a lot. I mean, same girl, because a lot of people die. I start thinking about death a lot. I it's start cold. People die. It's, it's also cold. your birthday. It's also my birthday, and I. If I'm being honest, I hate my birthday. I haven't celebrated my birthday in a long time. Mm. I celebrate, for those of you who don't know, my birthday is New Year's Eve. And for one reason or another, my like birthday plans always fall through and end up just becoming whatever New Year's Eve plans are presented to me. So I don't know. I think it's like, I just get very like, I start thinking about like why like why are we all on this like floating rock? But then like once January rolls around, I completely snap back. <laughs> and I'm perfectly fine. No, I get that. I get that. Uh so yeah, like for example, today I took down my Christmas tree cuz I woke up this morning and I was like, what the fuck is a tree doing in my house? <laughs> why is this random tree here? <laughs> It's not Christmas it's anymore. It's not Christmas. Uh, except, obviously, today we're doing this Christmas episode for yes, all of you. It's a little Christmas gift for us. What about you, you, Jessica? How was your Christmas? My Christmas was lovely. It was uh, more low-key than it usually is, but oh, that's yes. fine. Because of Optimus Prime. Yes, because yeah. of Optimus Prime, the new variant um, Man. transforming constantly. The new season of, of COVID is, is on. <laughs> Seriously. They released it. <laughs> <laughs> they dropped it at the beginning of the month. They dropped the new season of COVID. 
the ratings are so bad. We were all waiting. We were all waiting. And it sucks, it just sucks. like we thought it would. We knew the character arcs are going nowhere. <laughs> they just keep coming out with the same main character, but slightly different and all, worse. All those guest stars, man. <laughs> they just they fucking blow. <laughs> but um, it was a very good Christmas. I, I got my nephew this beautiful um, barn toy but it came yes. with haunted animals <laughs> no she showed me a picture of these animals <laughs> mind you they're, they're these like little plastic yeah they're, like made out of plastic, they're right? plastic farm animals little plastic yeah. farm animals but they look horrendous horrendous and this it was like the top rated like barn toy <laughs> the top rated barn toy it was in america it had thousands and thousands of five-star reviews and so I was like, cool, this will be great. And so I get it and we open it and he's fucking obsessed with it instantly. And then we start pulling out the animals. My brother and I were just like, is there something weird about these animals? <laughs> the highlight is the dog that looks like it was spray painted neon blue and yellow. Stop. And you're just like, what the fuck happened here? You know what but, happened? Like, he's two. He doesn't know any different. They went, you know what happened is they went through that machine in the fly. <laughs> Oh my God, they did. They did. They look so bad. They look fucking terrible. The horse looks like it looks like it's in a hair metal band. <laughs> yep. It's just fucking terrifying. Wait, singer of Van Nalen. <laughs> I wish we had one of those laugh tracks, but we don't. We do. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Just prove it. Aaron? <laughs> Why is that so long? That's the longest laugh track. That is the longest laugh track. I, I don't like that ever. you can hear some people doing that. <sighs> I don't like that you can hear some people going. <coughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Mm. We'll use it more. <laughs> mm. I don't know about that. Uh, uh, my New Year's resolution is to figure out how to how to record this podcast oh, without Aaron. <laughs> Not because we don't want Aaron here. It's just because, because we he's don't terrible about checking the calendar. Oh yeah, that's true. I I think I just think it'd be easier. <laughs> I just think it would be easier if we recorded it ourselves. Uh, true. Agreed. I think it would sound worse, probably. <laughs> but you know, we'll see how it goes. If you notice a change in quality, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> We'll keep oh him here. God. We'll continue paying him nothing since well, this yeah. is his livelihood. It's true. Okay, well, okay. now you're really fired. Now that's I fucking inappropriate. That, so. No. How dare you interrupt me? This is not that kind of podcast. <laughs> this is not the po the fictional podcast in and just like that. <laughs> Which is a lot. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. It's also <laughs> insane because I'm re-watching Grey's Anatomy. Uh-huh. And uh, Sarah Ramirez is in grace anatomy yes and in and just like that correct it's ridiculous yeah uh it's insane to so watch i guess them. now you're just a sarah or mira stan i guess i just am you just love them i just i do love them <laughs> i do love them you do love them i'm leaving to go declare my love uh. goodbye <laughs> and we'll be right back look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
Now back to the show. Okay, Monica, I think we should get into our impish Christmas films. Okay. There is no bio because you don't need to know about the origins of Christmas. And if you want to know, Google it. I guess. I mean, I can can give you a, a... a small tale about Krampus, if you want. Tell us a little bit about Krampus. Uh, Krampus is a <laughs> an imp, an eponymous <laughs> character from Austro-Bavarian folklore. Austro Bavarian folklore. Good, that's, that's Krampus. <laughs> if you've ever seen the picture of Santa looking demonic, that's him. With little kids in his sack. Small kids. He also has hooves. Hooves? Hooves. I don't know. Goats and lambs have been like really, really on this year. Yeah. We do like them. <laughs> we like a hooved. Uh, uh, um, a dam animal. A hooved animal. <laughs> <laughs> because it behooves us. Van Nalen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... They're just so good. And they really are. I don't know. Did anyone watch Lamb, A24's Lamb? Because I didn't, and I feel like I should have. I haven't seen it, but I haven't heard anything good I about it. So heard, That's the, the problem is, I think, worse. I haven't yeah. heard anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> Not good or but bad. But to be fair, A24 has done the thing before where they've released a great movie and marketed it horribly. Poorly. So. Sometimes I feel like they have no marketing budget. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but then they did that whole like giveaway thing where they were giving away the lamb, like they really the stuffed lamb. That's true. They also yeah. didn't really market. Come on, come on. No, I didn't see it anywhere except for on the AMC Stubbs app or whatever, where it's like the art AMC artisan, which yeah. is their version of like the indie. Film. However, I have seen a lot of like film accounts and film TikTok people like repost doing like um top 10 movies of 2021 and come on come on is a lot of their number one i know but no one i know saw come on come on i know me neither i mean i know you and when i try and tell people to go see it they're like i don't really that doesn't sound very interesting and i'm like you just have to trust me they just did a (laughs) job of marketing yeah they really did i don't know maybe they should talk to bill murray i think they got in scrooge (laughs) so that takes us to our first film (laughs) (laughs) monica tell us about scrooge i'll take it away scrooge it came out in 1988 directed by richard donner screenplay by mitch glazer and michael o'donohue in this modern take on charles dickens's a christmas carol frank cross played by bill murray is a wildly successful television executive whose cold ambition and curmudgeonly nature has driven away (laughs) the love of his life claire phillips played by karen allen but after firing a staff member, Elliot Loudermilk, played by Bobcat Goldthwaite, <laughs> <laughs> on Christmas Eve, Frank is visited by a series of ghosts who give him a chance to reevaluate his actions and right the wrongs of his past. We love a classic Christmas Carol story. <laughs> My first note about this movie is, oh, okay, it's Christmas with assault rifles. It, it honestly is. It's Christmas. With, it's Christmas with assault rifles. It's the one of the most eighties movies I've ever seen in my it's life. It's incredibly, it's so incredibly eighties film. All the people who star in it, I mean, but other than Bill Murray, are pretty much the oh, their careers were isolated to the eighties and nineties. That's it. Like uh, everything, like all of the sets in this movie are incredibly eighties, uh, with the exception of Robert Mitchum, who is like a golden age of Hollywood actor. 
actor yes. who for some reason is in Scrooge. For whatever reason, he's in this movie. <laughs> he plays his boss. Yes. <laughs> who also has like a brilliant scene at the end when he's just like sitting on his couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> drinking his like Budweiser, watching his cats watch the, the Christmas Carol. Uh, um, live television show. I had never seen Scrooge before, had you? I have never seen it in my life. Me this neither. was the first time I've, I'd ever seen it. Yeah. I kind of just went on. It was, we didn't have that many movies to choose from for this theme in particular. Yeah, um, but this was an essential theme. This was, this was essential to the, <laughs> to, to our theme. Yes. A very impish Christmas because it's really about a man who's super, super, super narcissistic. Impish. He's incredibly impish. He only gives a fuck about himself mm-hmm. and like money mm-hmm. and also like putting other people down. Mm-hmm. And so the, the whole story takes place in like corporate America. Yeah. Okay. So this movie in general is just like absolute chaos. And we've all seen, we've, I mean, we've seen like the story of a Christmas Carol adapted approximately 10,000 times because that's what this is adapted from. The Charles Dickens book, A Christmas Carol. Um, So Bill Murray is essentially supposed to be Scrooge, but like the, like, okay, I was not expecting to like Bill Murray in this. Also, did you know that this was one of the movies that he filmed? Like he, so he was living in Paris at the time. And he took this movie and he was like strongly contemplating leaving acting forever. And he was just like, I'll just fucking make Scrooge. And I was like, why is that the movie? Why is that the movie that brings you back? (laughs) And not only that, but he had a horrible experience with the director of this movie, which I thought was extra fun. And he's like, they, I think he's like, I think one scene in that movie is a take that I actually liked, which is funny because me watching it, I'm just like, it's just really funny that Bill Murray, even in fucking Scrooged, I feel like is acting his ass off. But he for really Bill is. Murray, acting your ass off in quotes is just like being as campy as possible. But for some reason with him, it comes across really well. It comes across <laughs> as really genuine for whatever yeah. reason. Like he is insane in Ghostbusters. He's like the most insane character. Everyone else is like just there orbiting like in his orbit yeah but for whatever reason it comes off as really genuine well i think because his camp is really self-aware and like so so you know it's not like it's not like he's accidentally acting badly it's like he's consciously being crazy exactly and so it it feels very controlled which is what i really like about it in and in a movie where everything is so fucking silly this is the silliest movie i've ever seen (laughs) this is the campiest (laughs) craziest movie i've ever seen you like the people who wrote this movie were on crack like the guy who's supposed to play the equivalent of Bob Marley yes in this movie the the initial ghost was like you will be visited by three spirits he's <laughs> this like old man like this zombie basically and a fucking mouse crawls out of his skull and I was just like okay so a mouse crawls this out is the movie we're watching <laughs> a mouse crawls out of his skull and immediately follows a golf ball <laughs> Because he died keeled over, like it's just, <laughs> at a golf course. This movie is just like fully a ca- like fully camp. It's like fully oh my a God. farce. The ghost of Christmas past is my favorite ghost. The taxi driver. The taxi driver. See, I like Christmas present. He's so fucking <laughs> funny. Is he like an eighties like rock star or something I don't know, like that? But I he's think like so. yeah. he has the biggest mouth I've ever seen. He has the largest teeth. <laughs> I've ever seen he in my entire life. He kind of looks like Benicio life. del Toro. He does look like Benicio del Toro. Murder me. He does look like him. 
here's the thing. He reminds me of the taxi driver in Halloween Town. <laughs> he does. They have the same energy. And the same face, even same though one is a skeleton eyes. and one is a person. I love how mischievous <laughs> this movie is. See, I like Christmas Present, a.k.a. Carol Kane, dressed as basically Glinda the Good Witch. Get out of my life. she just keeps smacking She's Bill Murray. She's so annoying. She's so fucking funny. I think Carol Kane is one of the funniest people alive. <laughs> I fucking love that woman. She's so good. 10 out of 10. For they Carol all Kane. just came together and made this insane. 10 out of 10 impish energy from Carol Insane film. <laughs> the thing about this movie is that everyone in this movie is so good and everything around them is so fucking chaotic that you ju- you have no choice but to laugh and enjoy it. Yes, but then when you actually like take a, a millisecond to think about what is happening to him in this movie, you're just like, oh, this movie is fucking terrifying. If you experience some of the things that he was experiencing, I would drop dead. Like the movie is very dark. You see him start getting burned alive. Like you do. He gets put into a coffin a small and put coffin. inside of the crematorium thing. And you just see him start burning alive. And you're just like, what the fuck? Is the crematorium not an ice cream factory are you serious i'm asking you a crematorium is where people get cremated dude my entire life (laughs) i thought that crematoriums were ice cream factories no (laughs) like salt like the salt and straw crematorium (laughs) the the cold stone crematorium that's that's just where they cremate their executives oh no (laughs) Oh no, my life is a lie. Um, Surprise. I adore the fact that in this movie, like Bill Murray is so self-aware in this movie. In one of the first clips of this film, you see him open a drawer with a mirror in it and smile into it, wink for a second and close the drawer. (laughs) It's so fucking campy. It's so stupid. But this is another one of those movies that's very similar to like when we were talking about older rom-coms where I'm just like, they just don't make movies like this anymore. Like if they made a movie like this today, it would look like shit and it would also be acted like shit. And also real actors would not real. Okay, that sounds mean. But you know, like big actors (laughs) wouldn't be Like Daniel Day-Lewis wouldn't be doing it. Correct. But they used to be able to get like really big actors to be in Christmas movies, which is why they were so good. And now it's just a bunch of people you don't know on the Hallmark channel. The holiday, (laughs) the holiday, Jack Black, Kate Winslet. Multiple Oscar nominees are in the holiday. Cameron fucking Diaz. Jude Law. Jude Law. And now we get a Christmas prince. With, I literally cannot name one actor, but there's three movies now. <laughs> there's also The Princess Switch. Uh-huh. There's three of them now. And they all star Vanessa Hudgens and then nobody else. The biggest ho- high profile Christmas movie that has come out recently is like what? The Christmas Chronicles? Krampus. Or that <gasps> one with Kristen Stewart? Ooh, the Happiest Season? The Happiest Season. Also, Holiday with uh, Emma, Emma, one of the Emmas. I was going to say Emma Watson, Emma Stone. Emma uh, Roberts? Roberts. But uh, I it don't even think she's good enough to be, even be put in the category. It wasn't marketed that well, but it's like on in the front of all of the christmas like streaming services okay okay. um one thing i will say 
is for the quintessential like Christmas movie of this time. Yeah. This movie is really up there with a lot of the other like Christmas movies of this time. What period. like National Lampoon? Oh, a hundred percent. Like this, I would watch this over National Lampoon. Oh, same. Like no freaking joke. I'm, you know, unpopular opinion. I'm not a National Lampoon Christmas uh, vacation love, person. I love uh, Chevy Chase. Or Chevy Chase. I, however, you I'm say just it. not a big Chevy Chase person. I think I, okay. I think the reason I don't like it is because it's just a bunch of people being really stupid, and that bothers me more than anything in the world. I don't know. It's such an iconic <laughs> movie. I'm not saying it's not iconic. It's just not my favorite. It's not. It's not my favorite either. Honestly, I don't know why I'm so high on this horse right now. <laughs> You're like, I will die on the hill of Clark Griswold. Um, I think like. <laughs> For for a movie like Scrooge to to take the same place in my heart as a movie like I don't know, a, like a Christmas story or like right. Home Alone, like it sure. has that same energy. Like I could watch this next year. Uh huh. That's true. Like have this take take a place in like my Christmas classics. Right. You know. Yeah. It's it's such a fun movie. It reminded me a lot of like the feeling of watching Cry Baby. Where you're like, this is like they, the writers and director woke up and chose chaos <laughs> and you, and you purchased a ticket to the chaos factory. You did. You're right. And you said, yes, I would argue that's the same vibe in a very impish vibe. Exactly. The impish vibes are permeating <laughs> this film. Everyone is sweating impish. <laughs> The sweat on Bill Murray's forehead, impish. Impish sweat. Impish sweat. It's so good. I love it. I love it. Oh my God. And at the end, when what's his face? Bobcat. <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwait. When Bobcat like goes fucking bananas with the shotgun. Yes, tr- a truly horrific situation. For all of you at home. Back to my point of, if you really thought about it, this movie's scary. It's terrifying. And the only reason that Bill, so, okay. To backtrack and to set the scene, Bobcat, uh-huh. <laughs> which is not his given it's name, not his given name, it's not his Christian name. <laughs> Bobcat uh-huh. shows up because he was fired. His character was fired yes. by Bill Murray's character. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes back to the building with a shotgun, which is so terrifying. And like, if you were to think about the being in that situation, I I would have shit my pants. Yeah. But because Bill Murray had had so many horrible things happen to him on that day and so many insane things happen to him, Mm -hmm. uh, the ghosts of Christmas past, present, future. Yeah. They all came to visit him. (laughs) And now here's Bobcat with a shotgun. And he's like, you know what? That's fine. <laughs> and he and he acts even crazier than the guy holding the gun. Right. And so the guy holding the gun is like, Bobcat is like, oh my God, you're fucking insane. I guess I'll just follow you to the ends of the earth. I guess we're BFFs now. I guess we're Biffs. And they both, like Thelma and Louise, go down to the fucking, like to the set, which... I don't know how sets in New York work, but right. I guess you're all in the same building and you're going down the elevator to the fucking set. I mean, I guess it depends where you are. Just bananas. Bananas. I think that's like how, how NBC works yeah, though. Yeah. Where like on each floor, it's like, you know, I guess is Seth Meyers over there? Seth yeah, Meyers like is SNL's there. On one SNL's and, yeah. on another floor. It's a, kind of like that same concept. They go right. down to the fucking floor and then they choose chaos. Chaos. They choose violence. <laughs> Bobcat shoots up the fucking booth, hits no one. No one is dead. 
No one has been maimed. He's like seemingly drunk, except throughout the entire movie, there's this bit where he can't get a single sip of alcohol because he keeps getting ripped out of his hand. And then Bill Murray's character comes to the realization that Christmas is in everyone and he should be kinder to all and to all a good night. And then the kid who can't talk is like, God bless us, everyone. Can we talk for just a split second about the tr- the, the Tiny Tim character? The in Tiny this, Tim character. In this film? Because... I mean, obviously the tiny Tim in general is very sad, but then you find out that he's not talking. He hasn't spoken uh, since he saw his father get killed. Yes. And you're just like, oh, fuck. Dude. You know what's for Christmas? Trauma. There's so much gun violence in this movie. (laughs) There should be a warning in this movie that's like gun violence. It is a violent Christmas film. (laughs) A grandmother dies because she watches the uh, ad with the fucking assault rifle in it. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. This is not a pro-gun movie. Uh, possibly a too impish of a Christmas. This might this, one. this might be like on a scale of like impish to impish. <laughs> this one's at the end of the this scale. It's a full all caps impish. Full imp. Full imp. <laughs> I-M-P. <laughs> Baby. I-S-H. <laughs> <laughs> Um, shall we move to the next impish Christmas That film? was Scrooge, Monica? baby. That was Scrooge. Scrooged. Give it to me. Okay. The next one is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Came out in 2000, directed by Ron Howard, screenplay by Jeffrey Price and Peter S. Seaman, based on the book mm-hmm. by Dr. Seuss. In this live action adaptation of the beloved children's tale by Dr. Seuss, the reclusive green Grinch, played by Jim Carrey, decides to ruin Christmas for the cheery citizens of Whoville. Reluctantly joined by his hapless dog, Max, the Grinch comes down from his mountaintop home and sneaks into town to swipe everything holiday related from the Who's. However, the bitter grump finds a hitch in his plans when he encounters (laughs) the endearing Cindy Lou Who, played by Taylor Momsen. A very young Taylor Momsen. Free Jenny from Gossip Girl. A.K.A. Little J. <laughs> Little J. XOXO. Gossip Gordel. <laughs> Gordel. Uh, I fucking love The Grinch. I oh. watched it a second time this morning oh. with my mother. Oh, <laughs> I watched it twice this holiday season as well. Yes. It is just. It's just so funny. First of all, Jim Carrey is one of my favorite actors of all time. You already know. Yes. He is in like two of my favorite movies of all time. This man can act as a little tushy mm-hmm. Uh And he just gets to play in this movie. Yeah. In this insane costume and makeup. Oh my God. Which takes hours. Hours to hours. put on. We're talking like six hours to put on him every to single day. himself. There's obviously that that infamous picture of him and Eddie Murphy because uh-huh. they were on the in the same <laughs> like soundstage in or the same soundstage yeah. uh, when the night from the Nutty Professor and the Grinch were both being filmed at the same time <laughs> and there's this this like chaotic picture. It's on our Instagram from a while from, ago. Like, months, maybe we'll repost yeah, it. Maybe. But, like it's this like chaotic fucking picture of Eddie Murphy as the Nutty Professor <laughs> and Jim Carrey as the Grinch, like <laughs> smiling at the camera. <laughs> It's, it's too much. It's chaos. It's absolute it's chaos. Impish is what I it really, is. I really have a hypothesis that this movie is one of the cultural like touchstones yes. of humor that yes. formed the sense of humor that our generation. Yes, has. it's like this and SpongeBob. Oh, this and SpongeBob and Liar Liar. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's like a combo of liar, liar, chaotic. Oh, courage, the cowardly dog. Yes, yes. we're talking like these kinds of like (laughs) like absurdist (laughs) comedy that's really dry and very like uh, uh, seemingly humorless, but for us, it's like fucking hilarious. (laughs) Like, I think the line that gets me every single time in this movie (laughs) is when he breaks into the the Cindy Lou Who's house and he's hiding behind the Christmas tree, and she goes, she. He thinks it's Santa Claus and she's like, what's the meaning of Christmas? And he goes, vengeance. <laughs> Every, exactly, Carrie. <laughs> Every single time I laugh my ass off. It's so good. Max, enough. Bring me my sedative. <laughs> I can't. Cancel that again. <laughs> Six thirty dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. <laughs> I am convinced. Uh, yeah, convinced that the Grinch is a Capricorn. Convinced. I uh, Google it. What's the Grinch's birthday? I'm sure he's a Capricorn. Look it like up. I don't even have. I mean, I'm I'm going. To. Look it up, bitch. Uh, damn, I think he's a Scorpio. <laughs> Fuck. That's even more chaotic. When What months are Scorpio again? October to November or November to December? I guess he was born in November. Yeah. Okay. That would be, that would make sense. Cause he, he was before, born pre-Christmas, but in the holiday time. Yeah. I guess he was born around Thanksgiving. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Cause uh, when he was delivered. When to, he was to the delivered house. to the house <laughs> and he had a full on beard. I really need to see a part two of the Grinch. Like, I want to know what his family was doing. I'd like to see when they were like, where's our baby? Yes, I want to see a prequel. And it just never showed up. I just don't know. Maybe I think the whole thing was like, is that a plot point of a different Grinch movie that I haven't seen? I don't know, because they released another Grinch movie like very recently. The one with Benedict Cumberbatch. Starring Benedict Cumberbatch. Of all people. Of all humans. (laughs) Not even an American man. Nope. Nope. With a cover of uh, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch by Tyler, the creator. Jesus fucking Christ. You're a mean one. This is how you know that the world Mr. is Grinch. <laughs> I think, okay, I, I think that is my least favorite thing that animated movies do now is they take a classic song from the original or just a song, one of like the key songs from the movie, and then they have some random fucking pop star <laughs> record it for the credit scene and you're just like why did you no i didn't ask for demi lovato to sing this to me (laughs) (laughs) it's like a it's like in frozen and frozen 2 yes in frozen you get the let it go from i think demi lovato (laughs) i think i think it is demi lovato and then in frozen 2 you get into the unknown by what's his face brendan urine brendan yuri (laughs) yuri stop I mean, it's one letter away. Oh my God. What's next? Ariana Grande is going to sing Where Are You Christmas? I mean, honestly, fucking like, and then like in Princess and the Frog, Neo sings that song oh my at God, the end. Yes. Yes. Why? Oh my God. Wait. In Fred Claus, yeah. uh, uh, Ludacris sings that insanely horrendous rap song about Christmas. Okay, to be fair, Ludacris is in the Luda. movie. <laughs> No, he is in the movie, but they were like, hey, write us a quick song on a post-it. It makes slightly more sense because he's in the movie, but it's still not ideal. It's still not ideal. What I'm saying is this is all unnecessary. (laughs) Buddha.
All this to say. Back to the Grinch. Jim Carrey does an incredible rendition of your mean one, Mr. Oh, Grinch. so good. Your heart an empty heart. It's so good. It's iconic. <laughs> some might argue that it is more iconic than the original song. Some, you know, some might argue. And that scene in the movie is so good. I mean, let's be honest. There's so many so many scenes in this Grinch movie that are like, fucking iconic and quoted constantly year round. Like the scene with the Christmas lights. Yes. And the two bitches from Whoville. <laughs> Betty. Betty. <laughs> yes, I did quote that on the last episode too. <laughs> Stop. Or the scene like we quoted a minute ago when the he's muscles. listening to his voicemail. <laughs> and going through his plan are so good. What does Martha say? Or is it Marsha? Martha. Martha May Huvier. Martha May Huvier yes. has like a thing for the Grinch. Yeah. She's like, she's like the popular girl, so she's like too scared to admit it. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, he was so. I forget what she says, but she's like, the muscle. The muscle. <laughs> the fury. The muscle. She's just so insane. Like, she's such a thirsty bitch. She really is. She she's, thirsts for green fuzz. Uh, you know, relatable, honestly. I mean, if it was between him or the mayor, I would choose the Grinch choose every the time. Grinch. She has more personality. Every single time. The man can eat an onion like an apple. Not everyone can do that. It's what we call talent. <laughs> talent with a capital T. <laughs> He's also like a seamstress. He's a fashion icon. He's a fashionista. I, I Okay, so there's a lot of this movie because this movie does... I will argue this movie feels very long, oh, but it's not a, that long. It's not that long. It's like an hour 40. I think it's because obviously this movie was based on the original like animated yeah. classic. And the animated classic is like, what, like 20 minutes long? I have no idea. It's not very long. But I, I think it feels long because there's a lot of like different chapters to it i guess like the lead up to him coming to the to the like the big party you would think would be the climax of the movie but in fact it happens at like the 30 minute mark and so you're like oh there's still a fuck ton of movie left to go which i think it's is true. why it feels really really long yeah the original was 26 minutes long <laughs> yeah and it follows the same like beats like, yes this is yes <laughs> so they really they really had to expand they um but you know ron howard does a really good job of like getting you to be fine with it because it's just like ultimate world building in this movie. The, the like the way Whoville looks astonishing. You can still go to Universal Studios Hollywood. You can't. You can't. It rotted because it was made of styrofoam. Oh man, that's sad. <laughs> then why do they still have Grinchmas there? I think they rebuilt parts of it for Grinchmas because it became so iconic. But like after years of like rain, etc., it just started disintegrating. Okay, because I saw it when I was a child, yes. and it was the original like set. Yeah, for yeah, Whoville. yeah. I saw it multiple times as a child. Yeah. Bring back the E.T. ride. <laughs> I'm going and to- And the Back to the Future ride? Thank you. It's the same ride. It was the same I ride. want both. You know what? Bring back the E.T. ride and then bring back the Back to the Future ride. No, they were Get, different rides. No, they were the same ride. It was in the same place. I swear. <laughs> I will fucking <laughs> die on this hill. I'll kill you. <laughs> it's, it was the E.T. ride and you could ride on the bike. Yeah. And it was so good. And then it they- switched it from the et ride to the back to the future ride because it was, in this, it was in the same building i see and they like upgraded it to where you could be in the delorean and have oh, the screen okay. got it, got it, got it, got it. and then from there they said you know what this 
fuck this. Let's and do the made Simpsons. it Simpsons. Terrible. Nobody asked for that. What happened to Doc Brown's fried chicken? What happened? Bring it back. Bring Where's it back. Where's the chicken, Universal? Where is the chicken? Where's my dark meat? Where's my white meat? Where? <laughs> anyway, the point is that you can go to Universal Studios Hollywood and Hollywood. Hollywood. And uh, witness pieces of, I guess, the old Whoville set. Yes. It's quite remarkable. If you yeah. ever got the chance to see it, it's so beautiful. It's really cool. It's so cool. There's a lot of forced perspective mm-hmm. because it, it's not very big, but they made it look big for the movie. Right. Um, and also you can get a picture with the Grinch. <laughs> There's a picture of me as a baby being held by the Grinch. Oh my God, that's so cute. And I all, and I do not have a smile a on my small face. Imp. It's perfect. A small imp and a large imp. I really relate to the Grinch. <laughs> I knew you would. He made me who I am today. <laughs> I am really glad we got to watch this movie finally for an episode because when we were doing the Jim Carrey episode, we were like, should we do the Grinch? Because like it really is like one of his best. This roles. is one of the most iconic Jim Carrey <laughs> roles of all time. When you close your eyes and you think of the Grinch as a character, mm-hmm. you can only think of Jim Carrey's Grinch. Yeah. Durr. Like yeah. that's the only thing you could possibly think of right. because he made the character what the character is to us today. Mm-hmm. Even influencing that stupid animated movie from Illumination. <laughs> Influencing Did anyone even, even see that movie? I saw it and I uh, thought it was lovely, but I would never see it again. No, I didn't see it. <laughs> I would never see it again. In the same way where I would never watch like Despicable Me again. Oh, I, I thought it was lovely. Would. Hilarious. Film. I would never watch it again. I love minions. I I'm don't not, enjoy I'm them. I'm not sorry about it. I don't enjoy them. Ultimate impish energy, Monica. Though they're not impish. Yes, they are. They cause no they wreck no havoc. Nothing happens. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> happens. Uh, <laughs> Gru is the impish one. They're all impish. Justice for Gru. Where does he come from? I don't know. He has like the most insane accent. <laughs> is he from Bolivia? Something like that. I think he's from Bolivia. Some Eastern European country. Who knows? Who knows? He's Yugoslavian. <laughs> Back to the Grinch. Back to the Grinch. <laughs> the Grinch. But anyway, like uh, like we talked about in Scrooge, this is like another one of those Christmas movies where there are really like acclaimed actors in it. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's one of the reasons why it's so good. <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor is in it. Jeffrey Tambor's in it. Molly Shannon's in it. Christine Baranski. <laughs> These people are fucking killing it. And it's also really good because, and I feel like we don't have enough of this anymore either, where it's like, it appeals visually to children and like it, the dialect is fun enough to children, but there's so much adult humor in this, in this movie. There's too much adult humor in this movie. It's some might so argue. Good. <laughs> like in another universe, this movie would have so many F-bombs in it. It's not even funny. Yeah. If I mean, HBO made this. Yeah. If H- okay. What I want is like a re-edition of the Grinch. Yes. With all the F-bombs that it definitely had. The Grinch uncut. The Grinch director's cut. <laughs> Unedited, rated R, the American Pie edition. <laughs> Do you guys remember when like American Pie released like the like un- unrated? unrated. Yeah. Like, Those what? they didn't cut out the deleted scenes. Like what the fuck? <laughs> what did you think was gonna be in it? Like just it's full pornography. It's just pornography. <laughs> Full porn. I don't want to think about the Grinch and Martha. May. Me neither. Maybe, maybe this Martha is the end of the Grinch. May, 
the muscle. The muscle. I can't. <laughs> the Grinch unrated you. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we love the Grinch. I love the Grinch. So it is a cultural touch point. It really is. It definitely shaped an entire fucking generation. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how many memes I've seen this uh, holiday season of the Grinch's schedule? So many. And people being like, I relate to this too hard. <laughs> <laughs> So many. We posted one. We posted one. And by we, I mean I. You already know. You already know. If you have not seen it this holiday season, you still have time. Apparently, I've been told that the holidays last through New Year's Eve. So go ahead. Go for it. Watch it. Go, girl. Enjoy yourself. If you watch one Christmas movie this season. I would make it this, honestly. I would make it this. Even though we really do love the next one, but I would still make it The Grinch. I would make it The Grinch. And if you've already seen The Grinch to death, to the gods, then watch this next movie. Watch the next one. Monica, (laughs) tell us about the next one. Oh, I will. (laughs) The next and final impish Christmas movie. The final impish movie of the year. Krampus came out in 2015, directed by Michael Doherty. Dirty. <laughs> it's like I'm saying dirty. Dirty. My dirty. My dirty. Okay. Uh, screenplay by Dirty, Todd Casey, and Zach Shields, based on the eponymous character from Austro Bavarian folklore. Wow. While the holiday season represents the most magical time of year, ancient European folklore warns of Krampus, a horned beast who punishes naughty children at Christmas time. When dysfunctional family squabbling causes young Max, played by M.G. Anthony, from chef fame, from chef, <laughs> to lose his festive spirit, it unleashes the wrath of the fearsome demon. As Krampus lays siege to the Engel home, Mom, played by Tony Collette, <laughs> Pop, played by Adam Scott. <laughs> Sister, played by Stephanie Levy Owen. And brother must band together to save one another from a monstrous fate. Wow. Tony Collette is the star in this the star, movie. She's the star of the movie. She's the star of the movie. And end of story, end of quotation. Yeah. This is her film. Uh, um, I, the first part of the, about this movie, um, I just love that they all speak German and we all are just supposed to accept that. It's fire. It's Only to find fire. out that the grandmother does speak English, she just won't. The only time she'll actually speak it is when she's talking about her past when as a child. When she's talking about child. her past as a young girl. When village. Krampus visited her. When Krampus killed everyone in the village. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is kind of scary. So I, I would I would hold your horses. I would hold your hats. It's a little scary. Like, okay, it is really campy. But if you do it like I did, like last night, I watched it in the dark. Mm. Mm. rather creepy it's the only way to watch it <laughs> it's the only way <laughs> because there are there is a lot of imagery in this movie that is fucking horrifying like like the snowmen that keep showing up outside their door They're very fucking creepy scary. very scary and then when you first see krampus when he's chasing the daughter down the street and you see him like leaping from house to house <gasps> and when you see the close-up of his mouth it's like dripping absolutely yes. not like it's it's very campy and silly because you're like this would literally never fucking happen At which i guess you could argue about a lot of horror movies but because this is like a christmas horror movie you're especially like this would never happen but we can all agree that if any of this actually happened to us i wouldn't be so fucking scared like some of those demon toys are haunting there's so the jack in the box with his <laughs> mouth that like unhinges with all the teeth 
<gasps> the gingerbread boy. <laughs> it's just going to be a nor from me on the scare factor. It's a big nor? It's a big um. nor from me. <laughs> I will say that Tony Collette's character in this movie, I think, is like the heart and soul of the family. And she tries so hard to make Christmas like comfortable for everyone. Right. So like to like set the scene, mm-hmm. it's uh, Tony Collette and Adam Scott are the mother and father of these like bitchy children. Yes. <laughs> and um, Adam Scott's mother is the German woman mm-hmm. who has like, they call her Omi. They call her Omi. And uh, she has all, she, this bitch has lived. <laughs> She has lived, she has seen things, mm-hmm. she knows things, and she only speaks in German when it's, and only speaks English when it's convenient to her. Right. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, but they are welcoming family from out of town, and this family is like the most annoying family on the face of the fucking planet. Yes. They drive a trailer, they come in, they have like all these presents, they're all wrapped all wrong. Everyone's like coming in, barging through the fucking they door. They brought their dog. They brought their goddamn dog. Like this, and, and we're talking about like polar opposite families. Like yes. Tony Collette's character is like, very Martha Stewart, like uh-huh. has decorated the dining room to a T, like just wants her family to look presentable and like yes. act nicely. And is like fucking like downing whiskey when the family comes. Yes. Like she's like, fuck this. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and so you, you just have, the scene is set for chaos essentially. Yes. But what ends up happening is not really chaos. It's the fact that they all have to like fucking band together to survive because Krampus came to town. Mm-hmm. I forget why. Why does Krampus come to town? Um, Because I- he... He yeah he ripped oh, up his letter to Santa. I forget because they don't make that moment like very clear. No, and then at the end, Krampus hands him back the, the note, letter. and then he's like, "Oh fuck, yeah. I guess I should have sent my letter into Santa." So I guess my only critique of this movie is that you don't like the inciting incident is not very clear. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> nor is the end. I guess because like I think what is mildly confusing about the end is like spoiler alert. Um, you think that they have like beaten Krampus. You think. And then because the the little boy is like, all I want is for like things to go back to normal. Blah. And then it cuts to Christmas morning and everything is fine and cheery. And then he opens a box and it has the bell from Krampus. And then the they Krampus all look bell. at each other and they realize that they're like stuck in this like in the, in the krampus snow globe in the krampus snow globe he has so obviously he has a layer yes he's a villain yes so he has this like secret workshop where it's not full of toys it's full of like snow globes of like trapped children and families yeah and so they're actually trapped in christmas forever which in my opinion sucks yeah. i would fucking hate that it does suck because then i'm like well what are the rules of this entrapment are they there and it just replays on a loop forever and they have no idea? I think it's or are like, they just trapped in there to live in death? Like they just live? I, I don't, don't know. I don't think it's like Happy Death Day where it like resets right. each time. I think or like Groundhog Day. Like I don't think it's like any of that where it just like resets the day every mm-hmm. single day. I think they're just trapped in like that constant moment forever. Okay. 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 Like this, it doesn't change. Like the seasons don't change. The day doesn't change, but they are like living and growing. It's so scary. It's so fucking terrifying. I don't like that. That's what's the most, that's, that's the most impish thing about this movie is that <laughs> Krampus has no chill. Yes. They're all, 
<laughs> all very impish. And he also sends his imps to do his bidding. And yes. all of the imps are fucking scary. Terrifying. <laughs> fucking terrifying. 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 However, however, I will say the one that makes me laugh hysterically every single time is the fucking angel who just launches herself from the ceiling on whoever she can see. And then she sticks out her little tongue yes. and like wiggles it. <laughs> and she wiggles it into her face. The shot where she's like on top of Tony Collette and then the camera does the wide shot and you see her tongue just like touching Tony Collette's ear. Ew. It's so funny. I think that's why I like I enjoy this movie because they were committing to making it as scary as they possibly could have made it, but it's also really self-aware that it's, it's so campy, campy as fuck. It's so campy. Yeah. Also like their 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 daughter, their only daughter mm-hmm. has like a boyfriend that she's like trekking the fuck First of all, she's if you're like, like a blizzard, if you're like 15 and you go out to like find your boyfriend in should, he's with his family young young child yeah he's fine he's not thinking about you he's thinking about where his next meal is coming from <laughs> you no. sh- you should stay with your family i mean he one. probably died happy remember at the beginning they made the point of showing him like smoking weed out oh, of yeah. like a snowman bong i know <laughs> <laughs> so he's chilling he probably was just super high and krampus came down and he's like he's what like the what's fuck? up bro <laughs> hey man what's up bro bro that's a sick ass costume <laughs> i like your horns and shit fuck dog you know who's the scariest though i think are the elves oh the elves (laughs) who just break through your walls and steal you forget it (laughs) absolutely forget it i guess they're not really elves they're just like more imps but they're dressed like elves remember she said she they're like what's outside and the grandma's like elves (laughs) (laughs) and then they break through the house (laughs) but she says it in the german accent yeah because again, it's English when it's convenient to her. Yeah, the only time you hear her speak English is during a delightful animated cutscene that shows up out of nowhere uh, that explains her entire childhood. She's like, it was Christmas Eve many years ago. And then the music's like... <laughs> and then you see this animated scene of the of <laughs> her whole family getting stolen it by is, Krampus. And like the village burned. Yeah, and him leaving her a Krampus bell and just being like... What a bitch. Uh, he, he winks at her. He's like, wink, wink. <laughs> I'll keep you alive as with a lesson. A, with a twinkle in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> and a spring in his step. Ra ra ra. It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And I love it. This is another one of the movies that contributes to my belief that Tony Collette really is our modern scream queen. First Dude. it was Jamie Lee and now it's Tony. Now it's Tony Collette. We have Hereditary. They we said, have Krampus. They really said. I don't know what else we have. We're going to make a scary Christmas movie. Yeah, and they Do delivered. You know who needs to be in it? Tony Collette, because if she's not in it, it's not a scary Christmas it's movie. True. It's not a scream queen hit. I know. And there it was. And there it was. Krampus. Krampus. That was our impish Christmas. That was our impish Christmas. <laughs> I wish we had sleigh bells. Me too. Aaron put sleigh bells in right here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Glorious. Okay, Monica, I have a question. Give me the question. What is your favorite thing you got and your favorite thing that you gave for Krimbus? Oh, the favorite thing that I got this Christmas uh-huh. uh, is definitely, I got, I received this mug. 
uh-huh. uh, from M from the brand Ember mm-hmm. that heats your coffee up like for the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited to use it. I I'm I'm that person that like drinks half of my coffee mm-hmm. and like lets it get cold and then I don't want it anymore. <laughs> yes, you are. So hopefully that'll fix my problem. <laughs> My favorite present that I gave Mm -hmm. was we bought my nephew, who's like nine. Mm -hmm. We bought him a microphone, a Blue Yeti microphone, uh, because he wants to be a streamer or something. Oh, that's very He has a YouTube channel, and he's very excited about it. And he's going to be posting videos of him doing something. That's so precious. uh, On on the internet about about gaming. I don't know very much about gaming. But he's like a PC gamer, and he's like he like posts posts videos of himself like playing video games, That's and cute apparently and fun. it's popular. So he we got him a microphone to support his dreams. How nice! Exactly, Jessica. Yes. What is your favorite thing that you got, and what is your favorite thing you gave for Christmas? My favorite thing that I got is probably. I haven't received it yet, but my mom got me a, she gave me a picture of it. It's back ordered. Okay. Um, she got me a Le Creuset Dutch oven because uh, I don't own a Dutch what oven. What color? What color? What color? It's like an off-white color. I think it's called meringue <sighs> is the color. I have a red one. A famously red one. <sighs> yes. So I'm really excited for that because I get to make soup. Um, but then they also got me a set of, another set of parachute linen sheets, which just oh, so the good. fucking best, man. <laughs> oh, they're opening a parachute here in Pasadena. Oh, yeah. So excited! I got the color clay. Oh, that's, that's a gave good me. color. Yeah. I asked for clay or okra, and my brother's like, "Well, clay was better." And I was like, "Because they're well, going on your bed, right?" True. <laughs> thanks. I like the other color, but okay, thank thanks you. a lot. My brother and his wife are like people who really they just like clean colors, like like everything in their house is like white or gray or navy blue, which is fine. But I like other colors and so i was like oh yeah i would love that like kind of golden mustardy color for my sheets that they have and they're like it's ugly i'm like well it's not yours <laughs> it's not yours you crazy person Fucking insane person crazy bitches <laughs> and then my favorite present that i gave mm, i mean it's probably the barn that i got my nephew because he's so obsessed with it it's a good barn but i'll go so i got my friend hannah and she hasn't received it yet but she doesn't listen to this podcast so it's fine <gasps> um i got she's been really wanting like a cool incense burner but like one of the novelty looking ones so it's like a house or something like that where you you put the incense cone inside and then the smoke comes out of the chimney i've seen those on instagram ads yeah where you have like a little it looks like a little pine cone Mm -hmm. and you put it in the smoke like it's usually like a fountain or something and it goes down yeah 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 one of so, those no i got her one it looks like a giant um not a giant but it's probably the size like half the size of this mug okay. it looks like it's a like a mushroom like a fairy house mushroom and you light the incense cone and then put the mushroom on top and then the smoke comes out of the little mushroom house chimney it's very <gasps> precious oh it's a mushroom house yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like in the smurfs yes just like a fairy home wow for imps that's so nice jessica got me a shirt uh, a Ratatouille shirt <laughs> because I'm very on brand. I will say the amount of Ratatouille merchandise I received this Christmas, Impeccable. astronomical. I mean, 
You got you lucked out, girl. I have a very specific brand. You have a brand. I have a very specific brand. Monica got me the Lalabo Discovery set, which was um very luxurious. Someone tell me why that specific scent is not sold on the internet. <laughs> why it's only sold in the house of Lalabo? Because and why they're out of it. Because it's an exclusive. It's called Musk or Mask or some bullshit like that. Whatever, but it's not spelled like Musk like it's normal. M U S C. M U S. Do you know how fucking stupid it is to walk in and be like, can I have musk? And they're like, what? (laughs) Oh, you mean musk? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, sure. They tend to change the, like, not the color, the spelling of things. Evil. Evil Le Laboins. Evil Le Labo. Well, I hope you smell nice now. I do. Thank you. Thank God. I smelled like garbage before and now I smell good. Garbage. Garbage. Okay. (sighs) That was a very impish Christmas. It was. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do,